Hello, everybody, and welcome to This Xbox Life, episode 669. What is Sony thinking? I am one of your hosts, Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, and with me this week are my two bestest buddies, Brun and Rob. Say hello, Brun. Hello, hello. BJ Swick 33 And how about you, Rob? Hello, hello. This is Rob, also known as Pusar. Is, is this the pumpkin spice edition? It's that time. It is that time, isn't it? Are you a big pumpkin spice fan? No. Nah. No. No. <laughs> I love like pumpkin spice bread, stuff yeah. like that. Oh, so good. But yeah. drinks, nothing. After the first <laughs> week, it overstays its welcome. Yeah. I just want my pumpkin pie with uh, loaded and covered completely oh. with Cool Whip. That's all I care about. The Costco pumpkin pie. Mm. and cool whip not that ready whip in a spray can that is garbage i'm talking cool whip that's the real treat for pie oh you, gotta, you mean the the whipped topping that you can actually buy without a driver's license <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah nice i saw that on the news the other day oh my god <laughs> you can get get your pumpkin spiced oreos that you know oh, you can yeah. wash them down with your pumpkin spice Mountain Dew, and then later, if you're an adult, you can have some of your pumpkin spice Bud Light. <laughs> that just all sounds gross. I don't think it, I, I don't know if any of that's real, but I it uh it sounds about oh, yeah. like it oh, yeah. sounds about what people would have. <laughs> and after okay, after, so, the, after the first one, can you even taste the rest of it? I don't know. Yeah, probably not. So I got a question for you guys. Have so I mean. Or you can talk about Oreos. Um, Oreos have been around forever, and they got all these different flavors, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so far, my favorites by far are the lemon. I think yep. those are like the greatest. Mm. But yep. why has there not been a strawberry flavored Oreo? There has been. They I had, think there uh, has been. Yeah, they had. I have never seen that. So just recently they had Neapolitan, which right. I'm like they do the Neapolitan, yeah. but and then I want the strawberry filling with the chocolate cookie. Like to me, that would be the greatest Oreo in existence. So a couple of years ago they had it. And it was actually really really good. It was chocolate covered strawberry Oreo. Mm. So that that was excellent. By the way, that was one of my favorite ones. And and I do have to say one of my favorite ones is actually the ones with the pop rocks in them. Or the popping candy, whatever you want to call it, the fire, the fireworks. Yeah, Usually I've the seen them. I haven't tried them. Yeah, they're they're cool with a little little popping action while you eat them. Not nothing too bad. Yeah, I uh, agree with the uh, lemon, and actually the uh, Oreo. Like, so if you get the lemon and you get the Oreo thins, lemon edition, they actually taste more lemony than the regular ones. In my opinion. Yeah. Fun fact. Fun Oreo fact for everybody. Okay. I'm going to mute for a second. Okay. Or you could just skip the whole Oreo thing if you like lemon and just get some lemon cello. There you go. Nah. Nah. <laughs> jello reminds me of the hospital. Not no, jello. Got... Lemon cello. It's a drink. <laughs> oh, I thought you said jello. I'm like, no, no. thanks. <laughs> jello for me. <laughs> all right i'm back he's back folks my daughter is like on my on my deck right out my window here and she's dragging a chair around like free i don't know what she's doing 
trying maybe trying to find more sun, but I'm like, would you stop? <laughs> I'm yelling at her, to we, record. You're gonna, we couldn't hear Everyone's going to hear nothing, but, well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. That means my noise gate stuff is working. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, but, yay. All right, I'll yell back at her. Continue making noise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on from our Oreo talk now that I want strawberry Oreos. Um, I'm going to have to hit Amazon and see if I can buy them that way. I've, ne- I've just never seen them. So... But uh, I got to go. If they're out there, I got to find me some. So we are not affiliated with Microsoft or the Xbox in any way. Uh, this is a show being done by fans, for fans of the Microsoft Xbox. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of Microsoft. So let's see what everyone's been playing this week. And uh, Rob, you've got stuff on the list here. Yes, yes. Uh, did some more of the um, Mining Simulator 2 on Roblox. <laughs> mic, mic drop. Um, <laughs> it's getting boring. I'm kind of like high level right now, and uh, there's really nothing to do. Uh, at least nothing where you feel like you're making progress on something. So I don't know how much longer that's going to stay, but every week they actually do updates. So they give you more stuff to find or more things to do. And I don't know. We'll we'll see how that goes. I might go back to some of the other ones that uh, my son and I used to play because it kind of renewed my Roblox um, addiction, if that's such a thing. Then I also played some Desperados 3. And uh, I know Brennan and I talked about this a little bit last time. Mm-hmm. But uh, great game. Uh, really enjoy it. And the level that I'm on is really difficult. It's uh, getting really kind of annoying. But uh, yeah, that's about it. Just I think just those two things outside of the usual, you know, mobile stuff. Like Guns Up Mobile, um, the this Xbox Life Alliance uh, actually came in first place. So there's a new season or new whatever league whatever they call it uh is starting in a couple of days so looking forward to that that's about it that game i've gotten so bored with yeah it 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 really for me kind of burned out pretty quick it seems like it's like i feel like they really want you to pay a lot of money to get like i have the same like five troops the same two vehicles that's it and it's like you'll you'll pick something up and it's like no you need to pick up like this soldier like 800 times before you actually unlock it it's like what it's like yeah i i the way the game is is it's fun but i i just feel like i'm just doing the exact same thing over and over and over and over with no new units and no you know yeah so, and i stopped paying into the season pass it was like you get all this stuff and it's like, what is it? Like, oh, there's a little red boot. <laughs> you know, what the hell's what a little is, red boot yeah, for? You know, mean? what does that do? Yeah. Oh. That's so funny. It's weird. <laughs> or the green ammo box or something. Or it, it there's all these little things. It's like, what what is that for? You know, I can't I can't seem to figure out what those are for. Yeah. Um, I think this game really doesn't. It's just kind of, it's like you just get in and play. It doesn't really put a bunch of um, 
doesn't really, I don't think, really explain the game. Um, like some of them do a little bit better job, but mm-hmm. it, I'll still pick it up every once in a while. I just don't play it every day like I did for when I first started playing. I was like, ooh, this is cool. And then it just, I don't know, I, I hit that rut where it's just like, uh, I play like, what is it, the zombie game? And I, I just, it's overwhelming. It's like, oh, yeah, just get annihilated. Like you can't even, can't even do it. Like I was clearing waves and then all of a sudden, like there's so many zombies now. Like you don't have a shot. It's like, okay, I'm going to have to be like level 4,000 before I can even compete here. So I'm done with that mode. Defend mode is, can be fun, but it's like, you've got to somehow get your defenses built up and, you know, it's like, okay, well then you got to play a bunch of the other attack modes to get crates and stuff. And it's just the prison break is kind of fun, but I hit that point where like, no matter what I do there and I'll go and play one day. And I can't do anything. Like, I get completely wiped out on every mode. Oh, wow. And it's like, why? Like, this doesn't, I I'll, I can even play the same, like, units, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, and then I'll come back, like, the next day, and then I, oh, I can clear a couple of the attack modes or something. Like, yeah. no problem, go right through it. And the next day, it's like, you can't clear any. It's just, it's just like, I don't understand how this game works. <laughs> Yeah, there's definite strategies and stuff that you have to do in order to get past certain things. And, uh, you know, well, it seems like either. I don't have, they've got some troops that come out that just wipe mine out. Like, I, I yeah. can't even, and it's just like, I don't have anything that will counter them except for like the aerial bombardments. Yeah. But then they've got the, anti-aircraft emplacement so you can't even get those in there and it's like oh you know it it, it's like a lot of games where you know when you go in especially if you're free to play or mostly free to play you know it's like how much of a chance do you have against somebody who dropped so much money into the game that all their stuff is like so high level yeah you know it's like you almost don't have a chance but that's why, like, it, when you do raids and things like that, you can actually choose. Like, you can skip people for, like, 50 gold. And I usually go through and, like, cherry pick a couple that uh, that are a little bit easier to build or a little easier to, uh, you know, attack and stuff. And my favorite is actually, I have the paratroopers. I don't know if you, don't yeah. know if you have that unlocked. There's some levels where their defensive stuff is like so far ahead that I'll actually like start distracting those guys with my normal vehicle and and troops. And then I drop my paratroopers in back and they just blow up the base (laughs) with like no resistance. If anybody comes out of the base, then I usually smoke bomb them. Uh, Oh, the smoke bombs are the best thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they, they delay and they kind of stagger, you know, all the troops underneath them. And, you know, then the five paratroopers will usually wipe out uh, anything that comes out. But, yeah, it's the, the best is like an early on where you just blow them up without even going through the whole defenses. Happens every once in a while. <laughs> Good times. But, yeah, that's, that's about it for me. All right. Um, so how about a Brun? Yeah, I, I don't know if you heard what I heard when <clears throat> you said, oh my gosh, Rob, you have stuff on your list. I heard all of our future listeners' mouth hit the floor. 
like in shock. <laughs> Just kidding. <Yeah. clears throat> so, uh, I've been playing, uh, continued some Solasta, Crown of the Magister. Um, playing that with the, the guys. So, we're going along with that. Did some more Fortnite with, <clears throat> even though the Dragon Ball C stuff is in there, I can't wait for it to be gone. Amen, brother. Um, we still did manage to get a couple wins, but like, you know, I lost one round. It was like 2v2. One guy knocked Adam, and I shot and hit him, and I was reloading, and it was just like I hear him kick that thing up, and I'm like, well, I'm standing in the middle of like nowhere. I can't really run away. You know, because yeah. even if I started to shoot at him, I was dead. Like, so, and he... I mean, I died because of it, so. But, I mean, I, I see people using it. I don't want to say using it less, but, I mean, if you pretty much just go directly after the person who uses it, then you're okay. But if you're in a squad of three and they all have them, that makes it really hard. So, <clears throat> but, um, yeah, so some Fortnite. I, I did get finally get to level 100. I think I'm like a 105 or something now. Um. But did that, and I actually uh, installed Destiny uh, because they are all content is free in Destiny uh, until the thirtieth. So I'm trying to get the Witch Queen stuff in, which is the only content I didn't purchase, which is the latest. Um, so I think I might pick that back up even after I'm done with this podcast. I might jump back on there and continue with that so I can get it done. <clears throat> but uh, I was even looking. I was like, okay. Stuff's on sale. Let me see about purchasing it. Um, because <laughs> I was like, they gave away. So I don't know. Like Bungie came out and they talked about their next expansion, which comes out in February. A uh, hundred dollars for the deluxe edition, or oh, or forty nine dollars for the regular edition. Um, so they're doing that oh. again. And usually when they do that, the other ones are like twenty bucks to kind of catch up with everything. So. You know, I was like, okay, let me look at it. it looks good. Looks like it's going to be fun. Um, so, but it's free. And and well, they came out and said, hey, by the way, you can get Destiny on Epic because it was only on Steam and now it's on Epic. But of course, I was sitting there thinking, well, you know, Sony has a big relationship with Epic. You know, that's probably why Destiny's on Epic. And if you go and you play it on Epic, you got to get the um, 30th anniversary for free which I didn't buy either because that's where you'd buy the Gallahorn. You had to pay $30 for the Gallahorn. Um, and he got a couple other things with that. I don't make it sound like it was just for one weapon. But I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll download it, download it there. I'll play it, get the anniversary pack, and then I'll jump back over on Steam and play. Uh, nope. Not, nope. not going to happen. You have to buy the content again for each platform you want to play it on. Oh wow! So it's not it's not cross buy, and I understand. I, was, I don't know why I thought it was going to do that. At least being PC, you know what I mean. Because what it what it was is I got it all when I was on the Activision Blizzard launcher, and it all converted over to Steam when they went to Steam. And then I was thinking, well, like all my stuff converts over. I play it on Epic, and if I get on Epic, it'll convert back over to Steam. I understand that it doesn't convert between PC and Xbox or PC and PlayStation. But no, you go onto their website, man. They'll show you like where you can play each of your content and where you've purchased it, and like where you got to purchase it again. 
So I was like, well, how nice of them. <laughs> I was like, well, that's kind of dumb. Well, here's the funny thing on Epic. They give you the anniversary for free. Or you can buy it. I guess you can buy it now for like 15 bucks. But for like 10 bucks, you could pay like or yeah, for $10 right now, you could buy like all the past DLCs except for the current one for 10 bucks. And I was like, well, it's cheaper to do that than it is to buy the 30th anniversary camp, you know, thing or whatever. But looking into it again, I was like, well, let me look how much this stuff is because it is on sale and they don't sell the deluxe edition with the 30th anniversary anymore. You have to buy them separate now because I think that was only a pre-order is the only time you could do that. And right on Steam, first thing was like, dude, he's like, I bought it. I was like, I've been playing, you know, I took a little break, you know, just needed a break from Destiny, took a little break, went and bought the Witch Queen content, but I didn't get the deluxe version because we're in the last season of the four seasons. So he's like, I didn't buy the deluxe version because that's like gives you all three seasons. He's like, so I thought I had all the content, just not the, you know, the season pass or whatever. He's like, which I was fine. I was enjoying. He says, until I found out that the two dungeons that are released during the four seasons, you can only get them if you buy the deluxe edition, which is $30 more. It's like, it's not, you know, because I was sitting there thinking that too. I was like, well, how am I supposed to buy the dungeon if I don't buy season pass, you know, year or season pass two? which is obviously gone. You know, you can't do that anymore. I was like, maybe once they release it, it's a part of the content. It's like, no, you have to buy the deluxe edition. And I was like, so this guy's like, he's, he's like irate. Like, are you kidding me right now? Like, are you kidding me, Bungie? It's like, you are just, you know, hand in every pocket, hand in every pocket, hand in every pocket, no good grace. Screw your players. Nobody, you don't care about them. You know, it's like, and you know, maybe he's a little harsh, but that's kind of why I stopped playing last year is because I felt like every turn, every corner I walked around, Bungie's there asking me for another $20, $40, $100, you know? So I was like, ah, you know, it's like, so when I heard it's like, oh, play the content for free. I was like, all right, I'll play it for free. You know, again, I'll pick it up when it's 20 bucks and I get everything. I don't care about the season pass crap. Like I'll, I'll pick it up when the content's twenty bucks, and I'll give them twenty dollars. But other than that, you know, I don't really know what to say. So, but yeah, but it is it is um, sad because I really do. Enjoy, that's the thing is I really do enjoy playing it, and I don't feel like it needs to be free. But I feel like it's just dirty. It's just dirty. It sounds very. Who owns Sony? Like, doesn't it? Oh, oh! It's, <laughs> no wonder why they get along so well. Yep. You know, so it just—I guess it just fits into that category. I guess at this point in time, so through your customer category. Yeah, and and the people who are diehard Destiny people who've bought the content every time it comes out, and who play it every day and play no other game. That's the thing because I haven't been gone. I, I, this—the current DLC is the only one I don't have, and I logged into play. And I am lost on what is going on. No clue what is going on. And Armistice RJ got in. He's like, I haven't played this for like two and a half years. He got in. He goes, why is all these dots all over my screen? He has like, he's like, I have no idea what's going on. I was like, welcome to destiny. This is this. I said, this game is not for new players. Zero welcoming. 
doesn't care. Go learn how to play it. That's that's destiny. If you try to jump in right now, you know, and well, he's there. It's, um, it's a live service game, bro. It's in, bro. It's intended that you uh, you play consistently. Yeah. And all the time. It's it's not their fault that you uh, come and go and go play other games on occasion. That's your problem. Oh, is it? Isn't? <laughs> well, I mean, Fortnite's a live service. Game. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're joking. I know you're joking, but you're actually half true. <laughs> I mean, the same thing. I'd be a little lost if I jumped in Division Two right now, too. But you know, besides the point. But I kind of told him, and you know, we're playing the campaign. And he's like running off in the corner. I'm like, where are you? He's like, I'm looking over here. If there's any secret stuff, I'm like, they don't have secret stuff. He's like, you don't know unless you look. He's like, and I'm kind of a completionist. I said, okay, well, let me stop you right there. <laughs> it's like, I was like, you have, you, if you're a completionist in Destiny, you have already done, missed out. There's things that you will see on your screen that you will never be able to get ever. Yeah. Because you did not do them when they told you to play it. You have didn't to play them, during yeah. this time. You have to do it and you have to get it done by this time or you don't get it and it's gone and it's grayed out and it's just on your screen showing you. You didn't get this. So the people who are real completions and have to have everything lit up like that, you might as well not, don't even buy it because <laughs> you're not going to get it. It will just drive you. Your OCD will kick in and it'll drive you nuts. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's, oh. I mean, that's all I've been playing. Um, need to jump into some Battlefield too since the new season started there as well, but. Yeah, I think. Oh, and I did a round of Apex, like a couple rounds of Apex, because I haven't been in that in a long time. So, boy, that's going to take some time to get back into that after playing Fortnite. Entirely two different yeah. strategies and games on that one. So, yep. That's, that's tough to jump. That's why I'm like, I picked one Battle Royale game, and that's it. Yeah. Well, I don't mind playing. It, I don't mind playing one or two, but it's like I do have to focus on. I have to focus on. I can't do like, I'm going to do Apex today and Fortnite tomorrow and Warzone on Wednesday. It's like, you know, it's like, I can't, <laughs> I can't do that. It's like, okay, I'm going to play a season of Apex. I'm going to play a season of Fortnite. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Better. Yep. But that's it for me. <laughs> so I also played, you, you, you mentioned that Celasta Crown of the Magistar a, a while back and I tried it. And so, it's um, it's fun. I like it because you know it really is like, man, it's like a true D and D game. It's it's really uh, really neat. I mean, it it's obviously dated, but um, I was having fun, but I couldn't, I didn't get very far into it, and so I had like this mission where I had to escape some kind of cave, yeah. And right, at, like right at the beginning, it was <laughs> yeah. I think maybe the second mission, right, or the first real mission after the training stuff. Yeah, that caves are. And I just kept dying and dying and dying. And there were so many of these freaking mont creatures that I was fighting, and they just kept annihilating me. And I was just getting so frustrated. And I, so I never really got very far. And I actually, today, I'm like, I'm going to freaking try this thing again. And I got through it finally. Um, and then was able to do some other stuff like advance. So, um, it's, it's, it, I really enjoy the game. It is fun. Um, I kind of almost wish that I was only controlling one person's inventory. <laughs> oh, four of them is, uh, <clears throat> it's just like, oh, come on. And I mean, 
<clears throat> I found out today too. It's like I was in the middle of combat and um, my archer had no arrows. Oh, I was like, what? And it's like, oh man, you got to go and put the arrows, even if they're in the inventory, you got to put them in there in the slots. Archery yeah, because you get arrow two. slot. <laughs> yeah, you get two slots, and that's what I am. I'm an archer, so yeah, I know what that is. <laughs> But yeah, those the guys always pick up the arrows and like we're sending you arrows. I'm like, I don't need arrows. I got 500 arrows. You know, it's like, it's it's kind of crazy. Like, you, but one thing I'll tell you is you'll you'll find that like, you know, if any of your characters can't wear metal or or only wear light armor or, or have to do like specific things like that, there is until you start crafting like your own weapons and stuff like later on, uh-huh. all the all the weapons you're seeing are all the same weapon. Yeah, that's you, what I've seen so you far. You know, so you just you either just keep them and sell them, or you just don't even pick them up. You know, and and that's the thing is we do we do have um Lieutenant Commander Shepard. He's like the the main guy. Well, and Drino as well. They play a lot of these games, so it's just like you're like, do I need this? He's like, no. It's like, all right, stop asking. Okay, <laughs> it's like <laughs> you know he just knows what he's doing. But when you say dated, it's like I wouldn't say dated more than like it's not graphically like. Like super awesome, but I think the team uh, that they, made this is very small, like a very very small development team. Like, I, don't, I mean, I dated by yeah, the way it looks, it looks like a 360 game. Oh yeah, 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 and I, and I think that's due to the, like the developer, um, like size, <clears throat> like the number of people working on it. Because if you go and you look at like uh, Baldur's Gate three, which is like an alpha right now, that game uh-huh. looks amazing compared like and it's like going it's going 1.0 like early next year or something and you can only play like act one if you do early access it looks like stunning like type of like diablo level stunning it's it's looks so good i'd have to check that out yeah and what what is that one called uh boulders gate three gate three yeah, um, I've started to, uh, okay, well, so yeah, so anyways, I got past that, so I got a little bit further today, and I was like, oh, thank goodness, so I'm about ready to go into, um, right before the show started here, I was traveling to, like, my next main area, so I'm probably get back to that soon and uh, play some more. Uh, also, I did, on the Division 2, I did get to level 100 in my season pass. So I was very happy about that. I've really enjoyed the division too. Um, they're like on season nine. I think this is the first time I did a season and they've got a bunch of events, right? Like the event going on right now is it's called reanimated. So as you're running around killing people, they'll come back to life. Um, as like basically kind of like a zombie, right? But, and then they have like a different health bar and, and that's brutal on your bosses. But now like they'll go down on the ground and they'll still be kind of highlighted in this like little green outline. So you can walk up to them and still shoot them so that they don't reanimate. Or if they reanimate, they get back up and they shoot at you. So it's it's not like a zombie where they come at you. I mean, they they continue to shoot at you like a normal um, uh, character. So, you know, you end up fighting them again. But if you hit them in the head, their head explodes in a cloud of green dust or something. <laughs> it's just fun to see that happen. It's It's just really cool. But I think that season nine, I think it's wrapping up here in about two weeks. Um, but I did go through, I think I was telling you guys before about the summit 
which is this hundred floor um, yeah. building. And you're going from the lobby all the way to the hundredth floor. And the game really wasn't bad until the hundredth floor. And I ended up having to do the call for help. And I, I finally got a guy in that hung around and helped. And it took us quite a bit of time. I mean, these bosses were brutal. We couldn't even come out of the, like the little room that you're in. We were basically stuck in there. Cause if you <laughs> came out to the big area, like boom, they were like one shotting you, you know? And then it, it was insane. And we finally got them through a lot of, <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, uh, perseverance, I guess, uh, on our part, it, it took a lot of patience. It took time. Oh, and we actually kind of lucked out too, because, um, I got taken down. So we got, we got like down, there was like three or four bosses in there, big heavies. We got all of them down except for one. And the guy, the, the one last boss took me down. And so I was kind of trying to crawl back, but the boss was walking into the little area and was starting to shoot at the other guy. And he had nowhere to go. There's no cover. And it said I could respawn. Well, respawning in this game sometimes, especially in the summit, would like reset your level back to like the elevator where you come out. And I'm like, and I'm like, I don't want to restart and go through the first couple parts of this level to get to where we're at. But he was going to go down. I was like, well, and sometimes you'll spawn right back in the game. So I did it. I tried it. It put me right there in front of the boss. And he just as I spawned back in, he killed the other guy. And I just unloaded. I just stood there because I had this uh, light machine gun called the Bullet King. And it's got a thousand rounds. I don't have to reload. And I ended up killing the guy right before he got me. And that's what won us that. And it was like, oh my gosh, had I not respond, we would have had to replay the whole thing. I mean, it was just perfect timing and the way, and I don't know if, and it seemed like the guy wasn't hitting me when he was shooting at me. And I don't know if it was because I spawned in. I don't know if it's because of where I was standing. I don't know if it was because, you know, my, my bullets were kept kind of knocking him back a little bit and throwing off his shots. And I was just, I just, I think I got in that right cycle where I could stand there and just unload on him. And he couldn't get a shot on me, so um, not consistently. And so it was like we did get it and got off that roof. And I was like, I was like, how? But it was crazy. Like you go through those ninety-nine levels, and it, I mean, there was challenging levels, but then that last one was insane. Um, it, it, you have you needed people, and I was like, we're never going to get this with two, but we did. Um, but it, I, I really feel we were lucky to get it. So. Really good time. If anyone wants to do that, um, I'm I'm going back through it again. Um, it's a good way to level up your season pass. Uh, it is fun. But uh, anything else in the city too, if you want to play, just I'm more than happy to jump in. All right, so now I got to get into. Uh, now we're still half hour in, and we haven't even finished what we've been playing. But that's okay because we only really have one big major topic to talk about. But I made a mistake, Brun Uh-oh. and Rob. You guys remember I told you a while back I was gonna that I was looking forward to Saints Row. And, oh yeah, but that I was a I was not necessarily a fan of the original Saints Row games because they were more of like a GTA clones, and I'm not real fans of GTA. But like Saints Row three and and four, 
Three was my favorite. I absolutely loved it. It was so crazy, over the top, just like stupid, crazy fun. And four was the same thing, but it was more, four felt more of like a, um, like a reskin of three, like a 3.5 or something. I felt it was just like, eh, let's just remake this and change it a little bit. So it really wasn't as fun. But this game, I've watched the trailers and I'm like, this just looks insane. This looks crazy over the top. It's, I know it's a reboot of, of the original Saints Row, but so I bought the bullet and I bought, <laughs> I bought like the big pack, <laughs> the, the expensive one. Uh, I got the, like the deluxe, not the biggest one. It was like a hundred bucks. Cause that gives you like Saints Row three. I'm like, well, I don't need to play that again. So I bought like the $80 pack or something, free DLC and all that. So I launched the game, start playing the night it's available. And honestly, I'm just right out the gate. I was like, what the beep? I'm like, did I download the wrong game? Is this like, it is so bad. It is so bad. Uh, How in, bad in is so it? So many ways. Oh, it is so bad. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> It's so bad in so many ways that it's, it's, oh, I don't even know if I can capture everything here, but to start off with, they had like, it was interesting because there was like a performance when you're setting it up. It's like, oh, how do you want the performance? You know, you can, you can set this In fact, let me pull up the article. There's like four different performance modes for like the series X version. And you can go up as high as, uh, uh, like 2000. What is it? 2048 pro performance. I remember seeing a, an article about it too, but I was like, um, oh, I'm probably not going to be able to find what I want. Um, but anyways, like you can select and there's like 1080p, there's um, 1440, there's, oh, what is this? A 20, let's see. So in the Series XS and PlayStation 5 offers five fixed modes along with two that enable you to turn ray tracing, ambient occlusion on or off, totaling seven permutations. So there's two 1920 by 1080p modes, two 1440p modes, and a single mode for 4K. This means you pick your preference, more pixels, more performance, or better pixel qualities. So I started out like on the, the high end, right? And the game looked terrible i'm like this looks like garbage and the movement this is it's it's like this was the way games worked back on the 360 or maybe even the original xbox like the movement of this game is so janky like you feel i got the feeling and it's hard to for me to maybe express this in words of how horrible i thought this was but I felt like you could move forward, backward, left or right. But when you're moving left or right, you're still facing. You, you know what I mean? It's like you like a what? The two axes. That's it. It's like that. That's all you can move. It's like you feel like it. it and it's so like rigid. And it's like you're you don't have the smooth fluidity of movement and you don't feel like you're you're able to move around like you do in a modern game. And for this to be releasing now on these current consoles um just 
like it's like a, probably the original Saints Row control scheme, and the way it fights and everything is it it's it's like this was completely unexpected. Um, I really the based on the way the game looked in the trailers, I'm like this is going to be fun, and I expected it you know to be more modernized. I feel like they took the original game. Uh, so remember, like with Diablo two, the remaster, or whatever. I, did you play that one, either of you guys? Yeah, I did not. You did, Rob? A little bit, yeah. Okay, so you know there's like there was a huge difference between Diablo 3 and then that Diablo 2 remaster or whatever. The way it controlled, the way it moved, the way that the like that it looked, it's like it, it you know, you go in and it's like it's a new game and they totally all HD remake and everything, but they kept everything like original to the fact that I don't even I don't even play it. Like I can't even play it because it's it's so janky that you know, and I love Diablo three. I was like, I played that so so much and multiple times and bringing every character to level seventy and plus multiple times on different platforms, you know, the three sixty, the Xbox One, you know, and now I'm waiting for Diablo four. I was so excited for two, and it was like it was terrible. That's what like the Saints Row game is like. It's just it's it's so bad the control the movement the animations everything is so bad that it's like it ruins the experience um and then so i even took down and i noticed it was seeming a bit on the 4k i was like it, it was like i felt like it was not smooth so i'm like let me drop it down to 1080p and just see if i can smooth it out it didn't seem to change anything visually like the game still looked identical I think it might have made a tiny bit of improvement on the way the movement was, but it's still terrible. And I, so I was like going through it and everything just looks bad. The driving's bad. The map is boring. It's like, there's just not much happening. It, it's like the little, you're more about in the, like a desert area. And when, even when you get into the big town, it doesn't feel alive it doesn't feel real it doesn't feel like you know saints row 5 is or not saints row um gta 5 like i played a little bit of it and it's like the world feels real you know everything looks so good and that that game looks better than this game does and that that's been out how many years now it, it's just um there yeah it, it's just so i think visually it looks terrible i think that it, the controls are absolutely horrible um uh, one thing I've noticed it does is um, if you get your cursor, it does like an auto lock, um, which you need for this game. That's how bad it is. So if you get your cursor close and you pull your left trigger, it'll lock onto them. And then you just hit your right trigger and, you know, shoot them until they're dead. I use that a lot because it's just terrible. Um, the, the There was a, a, an area. See, there's a lot of glitches, a lot of bugs. Think, you know. Characters sticking out of walls, um, all kinds of weird crap like that should be fixed. Like, so for example, I went to rescue one of my teammates the other day. He was tied up in a chair after I beat all the bad guys. I walk up to the chair. It's like, you know, he's supposed to go up there to untie him. So as I'm walking up to him, all of a sudden, he's no longer in the chair and he's on the ground flopping around. I was like, what the heck just happened? And then all of a sudden, he was back in the chair again. I hit the button to untie him and all of a sudden he flops back on the ground again and he's flopping like a dead fish. 
And then he gets himself up and starts talking to you. And I'm just like, what the heck just happened? Like, Saints Row and this Volition, this developer's been around long enough. And this game, this game went gold like two months ago. I remember them talking about how Saints Row went gold way before its release date. And it has had some updates already. And this is the stuff that's still happening. Like this was post of their latest patch. And there's so many weird, crazy glitches and stuff in this game. It's just like, this is not, you know, I, I hope people don't waste their time. And I, I've, they, they got really bad reviews. And I remember the day the, the, the like the day before it released, the reviews were allowed and they weren't good. They were hitting like fifties and sixties for for reviewers. And I wasn't, I started to read one. I was like, nope, I'm not going to because, you know, I don't want to, I don't like, you know, I paid for it. I've been looking forward to it. Let me draw my own opinion. The opening met the opening scene already. I was like, oh, this is terrible. This is terrible. Now I will say this much. I have continued to play it despite how horrible it really is. There's moments that I I do have fun. And and because I paid the money, I'm going to try to work my way through this game. But I I have I've you know, I told people on our Facebook group, if you didn't buy it yet, I highly recommend you watch the playthrough on on a Twitch, you pay attention to the reviews for this one. You know, I told people tune in today cuz I I didn't say anything yet. I'm like Tune in. You'll get my thoughts on today's episode. Um, but I highly recommend people check it out first before you buy it. If you haven't bought it, in my opinion, this game is not ready, not worth the money. Don't buy into the 4k hype of, you know, you can pay in that mode, play in that mode. Cause it, it just, it doesn't, no, doesn't look good at all. Um, it, this game is very, now, if you like, the old Saints Row and the way it controlled and the way it looked and the jankiness, and eh, then you might enjoy this. Um, but again, it it the, to me this is not this is not ready. This this game's visually in the controls. I think they should have. I wish I would have known it was going to be like that. Um, I think this game needs to bake a little bit longer. To the, that that type of stuff, I think they should have. It could have looked visually better. This game could easily have been controlled better. I'm really surprised that a, a, a good developer um, put out such a poor game, in my opinion. Um, and, you know, I just, I'm not a developer, so. But they just, I just feel in today's day and age with what we have, this stuff should be in a better state. Uh, and as goal, and as long as a, it wasn't like they just went gold the other day, they've had a couple of months to, Get that day one patch to fix a lot of these things, and I just don't feel like they've done that. So I' gonna continue to play it here and there, but it will be one of those a little bit at a time. Um, and uh, yeah, I just I can't personally recommend it. Not I'm not happy. I wish I had not purchased it. <laughs> Thumbs down for me. But All that's. Right it oh i did want to say out of video gaming <clears throat> i did uh, i did join um some friends and started to play magic the gathering 
Um, I did play that this last week. I'm going to start doing that with this group. They get together very frequently, so I'm going to dive into the world of magic. So I did start, to, I've been playing some Magic the Gathering Arena online on my PC. I'm actually playing a game on my PC! Um, <laughs> yay! So, <laughs> yay! So I bought some cards, but I've been doing the, the arena on my PC so that I can actually try to learn the game. Um, and I, I think Magic the Gathering Arena is a really poor way. <laughs> it's really poor explaining the game to you. They do a terrible job. And you'd think that they would have everybody explain it best. But the, the good thing was, is by going through it and um, and watching some videos on YouTube about people trying to explain the game. When I went that first time, um, when the guy that was explaining a lot, we did like a mock game. And a lot of things he was saying was like, OK, I know what this means. I know what that means. And um, then we played like with four of us. And I actually we actually took the main guy out who's like the big magic guy he went out first and then it got down to to me and the other two and the other, one of the other guys is new like me the other one is uh pretty experienced and it was just like it got to the me got to me and i could take out one of the other two i had enough to take them out one of them it was one of those if i you know what do i do do i take one out then i'm probably going to leave myself vulnerable to the other person um, or do I just pick, pick away a little bit or just like, wait, let it go. But then it was like, it was one of these things. It's like, I better, you know, better basically go on attack. And one of the guys said, uh, in the, in that with magic, he's like, you find out you really have to go on the offensive in this game. He's like, people that tend to sit around and try to protect themselves get destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> so totally. I was thinking of that, you know, and I was like, all right. So I went and took one guy out and then the next turn. Yeah, the guy that was left wiped me out. So, but uh, it was fun, and it was just like sitting there, like, what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> so, yeah. um, I did play that, and then also, um, I know I was out last week. I actually been wanting to play some actual real D and D. Played uh, with my kids a while back, and they've been in a permanent rest for a long time. We never got back to it. Well, I've now decided we're my kids and I are going to play every Sunday evening. We're it's game night, and we're going to be playing going to continue our journey so tonight we're actually after dinner going to continue our journey in the world of D&D and um, play more of that so um, I'm really excited to get back there and have them just just play that with them so yeah that'd be fun yeah magic uh, my my buddy John this is 1998 and I can tell you that when it was 1998 my my buddy John he was a uh, liked magic so he had all these magic cards like i think i mean magic was relatively new i think back in the day back then um that was a long time ago you know yeah blue deck green deck you know like he had like all the different colored decks and like a mixed deck and you know like he had just all these cards and uh and of course he he played sports with me and and my our senior year he he was in an accident a car accident was killed in a car accident and uh, I always think about like him trying to teach me to play magic. And the only time I've actually played magic is when it was like on the 360, like you said, the games, the magic games on when they were on the console. Cause I've never, I've never like wanted to go back and try to learn like card wise because it was just, I just felt bad. It just made me feel crappy. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, I, somebody just said something about magic cards not too long ago. I think it was Evie. 
And all I can think about is like, you know, I bet my buddy John's cards are still at his parents' house in his wow. case, you know, and, and all those cards. And I like almost want to like be like, hey, don't throw those away. <laughs> you know, like you might want to find yeah. somebody that is interested in magic to, you know, figure out if you can get anything out of those because they're probably all like, you know, early generation cards and, and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. It, yeah. That, that, I'll tell you that the game is really there's a lot to it um, oh yeah there's a lot to just the game and then as a new person coming in it's like well you've got all these different i call them like expansions yep. and it's like well yep. how do they like i'm looking for a magic the gathering booster pack i bought a starter pack yep. it has like two decks and the guys so i went into one of the stores and i was just like okay dude, you need to explain this to me. And he, you know, I was like, I'm brand new. I'm trying to figure this out. I just want like boosters, but everything's got these weird names to it. And so he was, and then it's like the official magic. Like they only support like this year and last year's cards. And then yep. they're retired from it. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to ever be in a tournament. This is just playing with friends or my kids. And, you know, but he's like, yeah, otherwise you can kind of mix and stuff. But I guess there's cards that have been like, they're too powerful. So they've basically been like, I don't remember if they called it banned. I don't think it was banned, but there's a name where it's like vaulted, like a vault. They're like something like that. Like you're not supposed to use it anymore. And there's a bunch of those. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, there's so much to it. So, but uh, yeah, I'm going to dive into that a little bit more. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Best thing to do is just, uh, just go out and buy a box. I did. I bought a a D and D box actually. Oh, I meant, a magic um, box. So it'll it's just going to have a whole bunch of uh, booster packs in it. So yeah, that's what this had. Yeah. So, you know, whatever it is, like 20, 30 of them, 25 in the yeah. box. And then you just open them all, see what cards you got, kind of sort them. And the, the thing is, every single, I'll say, release will typically have certain cards that, like, work well together. They have, uh-huh. they have like synergies, you know, like use one card and it'll set you set up some a situation that you can use another card to like really ding the per, other per, other player or whatever. And, uh, you know, a big part of the game is actually learning those synergies. And uh, like when I was at Gen Con a couple of years back with my son and some friends, like we did uh, this thing where you open up. A certain amount of cards and it's like you go through and you build your deck and you're like oh this is a cool card i'll take this one. Oh, this yeah. is a cool card i'll take this one but then uh, that, that's like making dinner that's going called draft right yeah that's like yeah. making dinner and go i like shrimp i like popcorn i like <laughs> doritos and then you know you wouldn't eat shrimp popcorn doritos all together <laughs> or maybe you would i don't know but uh yeah a big part of it is actually um, you know, just figuring out which cards work together, which ones don't, because the thing that we learned in the draft was, I mean, we just got our butts handed to us because, you know, everybody else knew what they were doing and we were like, we didn't know what was going on or what worked well with each other. And uh, But knowing what cards work together, I mean, you can make a pretty good strong deck, but yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Buy buy those. Buy that box of boosters, and uh, it's actually kind of fun, you know, opening up, opening them up, and 
getting the cards and some people just love that kind of stuff. Yeah, it, it's, it is. It's so I'm looking forward to playing again, but right now I got a bunch of cards that I got to kind of go through and yeah. Okay. What's what, and what do I want to put in as a deck to play and trying different things So, And one of the decks I bought like gives you code so I can put it in arena and that mm-hmm. deck shows up in arena nice. so I can play it there too. Yeah. Um, which is kind of cool. Cause then I can play against, you know, a bot and see how things work together, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So. All right. So, um, you can go to anchor FM, uh, anchor.fm forward slash this Xbox life to send us a voicemail message or to donate to the show. Special thanks to Michael Tracy for being a supporter of us on anchor. Really appreciate that. Um, you can email us at contact at the sixboxlife.com or visit us at discord.thisxboxlife.com and of course on facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash this Xbox Life. Smash that like button. All right. We didn't get any voicemails or emails this week, so we're going to move into the news. And before. Before Brian can start, I'm gonna get this out. This this actually was gonna be a uh, a rant this week, but uh, we really when we all got together today, it's like there's really nothing to talk about except what are you thinking, Sony? Um, I know we're an Xbox show, but we've really got to discuss this because this is unprecedented. Well, not necessarily. I mean, Sony's not the first to do it but they are certainly the second one to do it. Um, so if you guys recall a couple months ago, um, Meta used to be called Quest or Facebook. Um, the Quest, the Oculus Quest headset, virtual reality headset, um, Meta said they're going to increase the prices of the headset. I think it was on August 1st of this year by a hundred bucks. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So it was like, what? Yeah, good luck getting people to buy your freaking so virtual headset now. Is yeah, it? yeah, they went up a hundred bucks for for both the what the one twenty eight and the two fifty six. They both went up a hundred bucks. And uh, so Sony announced this week officially uh, effective immediately that they are raising the prices of their PS five console in all markets except in the United States. So basically everywhere in the world, except the U S this thing is going up in price. And uh, so let me just, I'm going to read what I wrote here. might be the best. Cause otherwise I'm going to just jump around, but I really believe that Sony is finally starting to show their true colors. They are not about the gamers. Now I, I, and I know we have been saying this for a long time, you know, companies are in business to make money, you know, um, but when the world is dealing with supply shortages, loss of jobs, inflation across the board, we're still feeling the impact of two years of COVID. Now is not the time to pass on your costs to your customers, especially when you just posted a billion dollars profit. WTH Sony. You raised your game prices. You raised your console price two years later with no changes or improvement in the hardware. Normally the hardware gets improved and then the price is lowered. And now there's talk of you raising the price on your services before the end of the year. 
Um, yeah, and then I mentioned that you raised your price on every market except the U.S. Why is that? Well, that's because Microsoft actually gives you massive competition in the U.S., and you know if you raise the price here, you will Microsoft will only expand their market share even more. Um, and all I can say is I hope that that's I hope that happens in other markets. Um, now my question is, are the ponies finally going to stand up to Sony, or are they going to continue to do what they've always done and make excuses and drink the Kool Aid? Right now, so far, I am seeing a lot of people making excuses like they always have. Um, but some people are finally starting to express some anger at Sony. The problem is it's maybe for the wrong reasons. Like they're mad that Sony's bringing exclusives to PCs, but not raising the prices of everything that their customers use. Now, lastly, good news for us, Microsoft and good news for Nintendo customers have both come out to say that they are not going to raise their prices or that they're uh, to quote Microsoft. They have, um, I think it was, I guess I can't quote it. I don't want it in front of me, but they have no intent to raise their prices. So basically both companies have said they're not going to raise their prices. AKA they're not going to screw over their customers like Sony. End the rant. <laughs> yeah. Rob, let me hit yeah. Rob up. Yeah, first, yeah, Rob, I know Brun, Brun, I know Brun's stewing. Yeah. <laughs> let you stew a little longer. <laughs> nice. Come on, Rob, what do you think about the Sony raising the price on their console by basically roughly about $50 in every market except the U.S. after two years with no change to the hardware when they just posted a billion-dollar profit? You know, well, with work, I guess, uh, I deal with a lot of hardware supply chain issues and stuff like that so to some degree it's not surprising that companies are raising the prices of things like heck my son and i we went out to dinner at five guys it was 30 bucks for two people it used to be like yeah like less than 25 like two years ago you know cheaper like gas and food is insane right now yeah but uh you know, it, it's not surprising that the cost of stuff is going up. Um, you know, we'll see that across the board. But, you know, um, a, a company has to make a decision, right? Are they going to pass on stuff to the consumer? And the answer is always yes. It's always yes. Doesn't matter what it is. Not always. Not oh. always. <laughs> Not always. It always is eventually. You know, like uh, you know, stuff that you hear in the news, like, oh, the rich, you know, you know, we need to raise prices, we need to tax them and stuff like that, and you know, com- we need to tax companies. It's like, oh, well, you tax the company, they increase their prices, you just pay for it anyway. Um, right, and that, that's about to happen. <clears throat> yeah. Because of the, yeah, never mind. We won't go into that because that's a political thing, but yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. Here in the U.S., we're all about to get hosed. Yes. But, um, you know, to some degree, it's not surprising um, that they do it. I think a lot more of this stuff is coming up. They just happened to be one of the first ones to do it. And, you know, it sucks for the Sony people, 
but you know they'll probably just you know find some stupid reasons why that's okay but but rob yeah. they just made a billion dollars profit yes they're now i don't expect companies i get it i'm like they're in the business to make money i right. agree but when you already have a lot of negative PR aimed at you, when you are posting billion dollars in profit, why say that we've made this, quote, hard decision to have to pass this on to our customers? So in other words, Sony's like, we're not going to pay it. We're going to make our customers pay for it. There is a price of doing business. There is a cost of doing business. And to me, this is that cost. This is like to say that any, any, any tax increase we get, we're going to make the customer pay for it. Just like what you just said, any cost of that, our, our costs go up, we're going to pass it on. No, you're in the business to sell consoles. You're in the business to make, you know, to do your services and your games. You're making massive profit. At a time that is probably the worst that's been felt around the, in the world for in a very long time, you're going to raise the prices of everything across the board. And you're, you're in, and game publishers like $70 a game. Sony is making that extra $10, even if they don't publish the game, yep. the, the, the or if, even I'm sorry, even if they don't make the game themselves. The developers are not getting that extra $10. They don't see that. Right. Again, it's Sony is pocketing that money and claiming that, oh, well, you know, it's hard. The costs have gone up and we need this. You just made a billion profit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, how, mu how much money do you need to profit? Like, so I want to throw, I want to throw it this way. I'm going to go at this angle because what I always hear, like Braun made a comment about it a minute ago. Very similar is a uh, who when when does Sony pay their fair share? What you know what I mean? How much money do they have to have before they decide let's stop screwing our customers? Now, and this is not a anti-Sony rant. I, I know all three of us have had Sony systems. We may still have them. You know, this is because I'm very great. Thank goodness Microsoft and Nintendo said no because I don't think it's right. And I really think Sony's going down. I really think this is going to hurt them. Finally, I think they're doing enough. And if, you know, uh, people are going to make excuses for them regardless. You know, yeah. but, but they're getting, they've, they've, they've already increased the $70, which others are starting to follow. Microsoft still hasn't done that. They're still keeping their games at Yet. 60. Yeah. Um, you know, Nintendo hasn't, I don't think Nintendo's raised their games to 70 i think there's i think they're down to what aren't they at 50 or Always maybe 60 cheaper. for the yeah they were like yeah or the switch 40 for a while but like nintendo's got talk about the love that people have for playstation nintendo has it by leaps and bounds over playstation oh nintendo everybody say, loves nintendo. nintendo could sell a game for 150 dollars and people are like oh that's a bargain you know like, exactly yeah. exactly and they're not doing it so you yeah, know that's that's true. the thing it's like we we've talked about sony like and Braun, you talked about earlier about Destiny. Yep. And how that company screwed. And we've talked about Destiny and Bungie screwing over their customers for years. And wow, look at they're still continuing it. And who bought them? Sony. 
Why? That's why. <laughs> yeah. It fits their philosophy of screw over your customers, milk them for every penny and dime nickel you can get out of them. Um, and, and, you know, eventually it's got to hit where these people are like, wait a minute, how much do I got to pay? Why am I paying more? You know, times are hard. The last two years has been a boon for gaming. You know, that that's the thing too. It's like in the, in the COVID and everybody's at home, gaming took a huge profit. Like Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo saw money they hadn't seen in years because everyone's stuck at home. You couldn't go out to do anything. Video games really took a leap and a bound over everything. And a lot of people spent a lot of money on video games. Yeah, but, you know, and, the, the, the thing, though, is I think out of us three, I'm the only one that's in sales. And the the thing about sales is that... Because Bron and I are nice guys. Yeah, it doesn't matter <laughs> what you did last quarter or last year. does not matter at all. If you actually did good, they increase your goal for the following quarter, year, whatever. So the fact that it was crazy back then, you know, like they're making fistfuls of money, you know, they want more now. They want more market share. They want more money for, you know, the current what do we, quarter. What do we call year. that? What do we call that? When you want more money? Greedy. There's one. one thank you. Greed. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, you said it. You said it earlier, though. A company, a company's number one goal is to make money. We, I mean, we know that. Like, we're not silly. You know, we're not saying that Sony. Oh, like Sony, you shouldn't make a billion dollars profit. You know, like really, what we're the way I see this is like Sony's like we made a billion dollars. You know what's better than a billion dollar profit? Two billion dollars profit. You know what I mean? It's like you know that's I think what Rob's getting at. It's like yeah, you know, but, they're but, looking. It's like. The the thing too, oh. sorry to interrupt. The thing too, though, oh, no, no. is labeling greed is putting an emotion into something. There is no emotion yeah. to this. This is boxes in yep. a spreadsheet. That's all yep. it is. Executives look at it and go, okay, this is what you did last quarter. This is what you did last year, whatever it is. Okay, 8% more. That's what we want. That has nothing to do with emotion, nothing to do with anything. And, you know, basically when it comes to these executives that have to deliver stuff, it's either you meet that goal or they find somebody else that'll do it yeah. instead of you. And yeah, people, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, so people, people have to talk like, so you're right. I mean, Rob's right. It's like, I mean, and that's, I think, well, wings right too. It's like mm-hmm. Sony doesn't care. They don't care how they have to get that extra 8% or whatever number you want. Like they, they just want to, we don't care. What excuse can we find to make more money? And the excuse now is the economy, you know, like, or, or inflation and, and stuff like that. That's their excuse. They're taking that excuse because the whole thing is, is we know Sony's broke. They have, I mean, I know they're saying a billion dollar profit, but they're spending their money. They're not, they're not, they're not finding better ways to make money, you know, like putting your games on PC day one and making that money. Like stuff's coming around. We talked about it like a couple weeks ago, like stuff's coming around now that they've done for years, never adapted. And now it's coming back to bite them. So how do they counteract that? It's like, well, we got to pass our dumb decisions 
to our customers or future customers because it's it's future customers by the way it's not current customers it's future customers because everybody else who's defending them already has a ps5 oh it's not that big of a deal it's only 20 dollars. if it's not that big of a deal then why are they passing it to you you know why are they passing it down it, it, you know that type of thing and the 70 dollar game thing they did the 70 dollar game and their excuse then was we're making our game 70 dollars because games cost more to make and remember their games cost bit, you know millions and millions of dollars to make because they don't you know they don't rush it they let it you know we they can spend the world because all we makes tens you know what i mean well the thing is they did that and then covid hit cuz they already made that decision and then this inflation and stuff is already sucked up that extra 10 dollars so the rumor is their games are going to be 80 dollars here soon oh wow so the rumor is they're also going to be increasing their games. Cause again, you know, Mark said it in his thing when he read this and I don't have much more to say than what Mark said, because he said it. I mean, basically what I was going to say too, but you know, you know, they're increasing their PS plus. They just released it and they're increasing the price <laughs> of it. Well, it, but the thing is they're increasing the price of it. And what's their excuse? Well, we're increasing it to where Microsoft has it. You know, like that's what Microsoft their, their has services it, and they're, they've, they've got, their top tier is be, is more expensive than what Microsoft does. It's their it lower, doesn't even offer it yeah. doesn't even offer what Microsoft gives. Yeah, but but they're they're it's their yearly tier and their three month tier. I think is where they're raising their price. And the thing is that their excuse was, well, Mike, Microsoft has theirs, so we're just raising ours to where theirs is. Well, yes, that's true. Microsoft has had theirs there that way, but Microsoft moved theirs up to make people leave it to join Game Pass is why they raise yeah. theirs. So so the thing is, is like, you know, Microsoft in a way is they're mooching off the people who refuse to move to Game Pass. And I guess Sony right here is mooching off the people who refuse to go buy the console they couldn't get. And they're using it because they know people really want these consoles. They're like, people want them so bad, we could charge $1,000. And that's the other reason. It's like, they've probably heard people talk on the media, in the media and everything. Like, dude, we pay $800 to get a PlayStation right now. And Sony's like, you'd pay what? Yeah, $800, you say? Huh, okay. You know, and the other rumor is, is the console was probably to be sold more than what they're raising the price up to now as well. The only reason why it was lower is because they couldn't pull a Microsoft and put out a price and then get undercut by $100 because that destroyed Xbox when when PS4 came under $100. Yeah. What might what, what Microsoft do the $100 for? Oh, for the dumb Connect. Yeah, that yeah. it doesn't even exist anymore. It doesn't exist. And wasn't anymore. even wasn't even really you wasn't even used in that platform that yeah. they forced it on. Yeah, but did we defend yeah. them? Did we do? Did, did we go out there and be like, but guys, it's the connect. It can see my oh, fingers. No. Like, no, no, we didn't. <laughs> no, it was dumb. It was dumb. Yeah. You know, yep. and and the thing we is, we complained is, about it. Yeah. So so that's that's the thing is the in and again I. Just negative press after negative press after negative press for Sony. And like I, I jokingly say they're broke. Because every time I see them, they're doing something and, and just charging the rear end. And, you know, people call them like the Apple of, of gaming or whatever. You know what I mean? Because Apple charges premium prices for their products. But I hate to tell you, the PlayStation is not a premium product. The Series X is not a premium product. Their products, like 
to be premium, there has to be non-premium versions of them. And last time I checked, there isn't a really, really crappy gaming console out there where Xbox and Sony are better than, you know. I mean, hell, the, the Xbox is actually better than the PlayStation if you just want to look at the raw numbers. The, well, the that's, Xbox that's Series X is actually too. the like, premium version if you want to think about it that way. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you can buy, if if you got a new customer says, I want to get a, I want to get a console, what's the best one out there? Okay, so the best based on hardware specs, like you said, is the Series S, and you can now get it cheaper than the PS5. Yeah. So Microsoft has the most powerful piece of hardware out there, and it's not the most expensive. Right. So yeah. it's, it is very interesting. But, you know, the, I think the whole thing about this is you talked about Sony is more than PlayStation. You know, yes. Sony's involved in a lot of things. Um, but my understanding um, of Sony financially is that Sony, if you were to remove PlayStation from Sony, They'd be gone. But Sony probably would be gone. They they are they're suffering in every department. The only one that does good is PlayStation. And that's that's where I kind of wonder about like Sony, what are you doing? What are you thinking? You know, if these decisions are coming from Sony corporate and where they're not, they don't, you know, they're just like, how are we going to save our company? Okay, where do we get the most money? Let's milk it for more to try to save the rest of Sony. You know, that's that that is screwing over your customers. Yeah. You know, and maybe, maybe what needs to do is maybe they just Sony just should just be like, you know what, we're just gonna gonna get sell everything else off and just be PlayStation, you know? Um, or sell PlayStation off to someone else, and then Sony can have money to try to revive their their name. But yeah. um it it just doesn't it doesn't sit good with me when a company I get, I get, like I said, I know they're out to make money. Like my company as well is doing fabulous right now. You know, our, our crap costs a lot of money, you know, and I don't expect us to drop our prices, you know? Um, and, uh, but I don't also expect our company to jack the price up by as much as 20% and then do it in every level because, well, it's harder to get chips. Yeah. That, that, that everybody's having that. Yep. You know, and it's like, there is, there is a cost of doing business. And I, the, 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 the thought here is for you to, con to pass everything on to your customers. just doesn't sit right with me. You know, I, I expect you to make profit and you are. So why do you gotta, and, 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 okay. So I've said that a bunch of times. But what about, and I'm going to, uh, Rob, I want to ask you about this one. Don't you think that, yes, they want to make money and I get that. Okay. So Sony corporate's like, we need to make more money. Let's make PlayStation, you know, bring in more because they're profitable. Uh, we want more out of them. Uh, let's, let's, you know, let's go to the well that is producing. That's all sounds great on a spreadsheet, but the flip side is the PR hit that they are now taking. Do, do you expect, do you, so do you honestly, I mean, I know we got the ponies are going to make up the excuses and, but do you think that at this time in the world, do you think this could hurt them financially because they're trying to 
go to the back to the well and get even more? Does the PR, because it's, it's adding up. I mean, Sony's had nothing but negative press the last couple of months. And then now this one? Yeah, so, so I mean, that's, that's a good point. That's a good question. My, I'll say, business side response to that, and I'm not saying that I am business, but from the business point of view, they made this decision not on a whim. It involved focus groups. It involved meetings upon meetings upon meetings. You know, let's have a meeting to talk about a meeting, to talk about a meeting. <laughs> There's so many of those involved. This That's was true. not done on a whim. Yep. They analyzed everything. The thing is that there are certain voices that are complaining about this. In the end, they don't matter. And the price change is going to happen. And then for somebody that wants a PlayStation... Either you want it at that price, or you don't. Or you don't. Oh, yeah. And it, if it's still and if it's still cheaper than buying it from a scalper, then you, the customer, I guess, they, then maybe that's part of it. They're seeing what the scalpers are getting, which to <laughs> me, that's where they need to focus their efforts. Yeah, yeah. get your products nice to your that. customer and stop stop getting out. But again, this could feed that. Well, if the scalpers get it and they're selling them for a thousand. Us jacking our price up by fifty bucks is no big deal. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw some funny memes <laughs> where it was like the thing from, uh, not uh, where he's like, you know, it was like Sony's like, I'm the scalper now, <laughs> you know, like it was like a thing from that movie. He's like, I'm the yeah. scalper. Now. Um, well, it might. I'll tell you another funny meme that I thought was the funniest Maybe. one ever. But one thing I want to say is, is I think it's crappy. I, I you know, I feel bad. For the people, because I, I feel like this isn't the end from them. There's going to be more. And that's where I feel like, but if, if people keep making excuses for them and keep just accepting it, it'll just continue to happen. You know, like if you give a bully your lunch money, cause he says, give me your lunch money. You know what? He's coming back the next day and he's like, give me your lunch money again. You know, not until you stand up for yourself or is he going to stop coming for your lunch money? You know what I mean? It's it's going to be yeah. inevitable. Yeah. You know, for somebody who was younger and got picked on, I'm telling you, it doesn't stop unless you fight back. Just saying. But one other thing I'll think, I'll say this happens as far as a PR standpoint. Guess what we will not be seeing in the future, or at least I hope we don't see any future from Sony. Uh, I don't see any news coming down the thing of them purchasing any more studios purchasing to block any more third-party exclusives, not purchasing rights for exclusives for their console. I don't see any of that coming down the road now. No, it'll be there. Oh, I don't see how. I it'll mean, be there. Okay, fine. Guess what the first comments are going to be to people? You're charging us more, but yet you can go pay such and such to keep a game off some platform? 3.6 billion to Bungie? Well, to, well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you know, can you imagine, like, oh, we bought Square Enix. What in the hell did you buy Square Enix for? Sorry, the language, but what did you buy Square Enix with? You're broke. You're, is, is the console going to go up another $10 so we can help pay for your purchase of Square Enix now? You know, like, or is our games going to go up $10 more? Like I said, the rumor is it's going to, they're going to go to 80 
you know, on, on the call before it's all said and done, it'll be $80. That's what the rumor, but I'm just saying, it's like this right here, as far as, you know, Rob's right. You know, Rob's right. It's like, they don't care. It's a spreadsheet and, and negative press is 100 negative, 100% negative press. But my thing is, it's like, they're pinning themselves to where it's like everything where they, where they buy something now is going to be 100% negative. There's no positive well, that comes out of it. But, but uh, so, <laughs> you know, you, you look at the cost of a console, right? It's like, okay, who shoulders that cost? And I mean, how long's the PlayStation been out? It's over a year. Two right? years. Two, two years. years. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this time flies when you're having fun. A- anyway, yeah. so it's been out for almost <laughs> two years, right? Because I, I guess they both, well, Xbox and PlayStation came out in what November. Like, yeah, November. November. Yeah, yeah, years October, ago. November, right. yeah. So the majority of people that want a PlayStation already have it. Yeah. The people that are getting dinged are new adopters for That's the most said, part, yeah. I think. New people. Yeah. Right. So the majority... I don't agree that it's necessarily new people. Right. Sorry, you know, I, don't, people, I don't mean to people... cut you off. Because there's people that are PlayStation 3 and 4 customers that haven't been able to find one True. And didn't want to pay scalper prices are still looking for one and can't find one because you can't you just don't find them. I Same would with agree Series with it if they were if they were sitting on the shelves. I would agree with what Rob's saying. It's like they're for the new people. Like, but they're still they're still yeah. Their whole thing. Sony's doing yeah. this knowing as soon as they hit the shelf, they're gone. You know because right. people are going to pay for them. Yeah. But they're gone at the old price or the new price. It doesn't new matter. price. They'll have to be gone at the new price. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, people yeah, are yeah. people are gonna buy them no matter what because it's the thing of like you either want it or you don't. Yeah. You know, it's like, do you yep. want to go to this concert that's sold out? Then you pay the scalper price. If not, you don't go. You know, what's the price of admission? And the yeah. price of admission into the Sony ecosystem for new people or if you're getting additional you know, additional consoles or whatever is now more. And yeah. I think that, you know, the, I have a very poor view of news sites because they tend to make big deals of things a yeah. lot of times, which aren't a big deal. And let me, let me rephrase that. Not that they're not a big deal, but they sensationalize stuff that normally wouldn't be oh, as yeah. huge of a deal, oh, yeah. right? They spin they yeah. like they spin it in such a way, like you know, oh my god, you know, like like I did. You just posted a billion dollars. You're screwing us over. Yeah, it's yeah. like I just I just sensationalized it. You caught me. Okay, <laughs> it's, sure. Okay, <laughs> I wasn't even thinking that, but all right. But you know, it's like. You know, it's like, you know, little Timmy is going to have to pay 50 more dollars of his lunch money. He's going to have to go without his lunch. Well, you know what? If you can't afford the $50, maybe you shouldn't have it in the first place. True. Don't you buy know, it. Right. Yeah. It's yeah, like, don't get speak it now. Right. And, and sometimes, you know, I mean, I've fallen prey to this tactic. The price is going up in two weeks. Yeah, I got to go find one now. Yeah. You know, it's like. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. I mean, everything's, yeah. I mean, you know, I've but, also heard the thing of cost of doing business as well. I mean, if you're sure. in the business of making consoles and you know consoles sell out a loss, you know, they know what the cost of business is. They should get out. Of, they should get out of the console business if they can't, I don't know, take a hit a little bit well, for their, yeah, for their, for their, for their fans. But they weren't, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
But Sony's not taking a lot. They said they were making money um, on the PS5, that they're not selling it at a loss. I'd beg to differ now. Yeah. It's two years later. Yep. I would definitely but, think so, something's changed. <laughs> or they would have so, done this. So, okay, then this just brings another question. Again, maybe I'm just being like, okay, how can I pick on Sony? Maybe, you know, maybe it's there. So if you know that you're going to make more money. So I got this, I got a hundred boxes here, a piece of plastic ready to ship. Am I going to ship them to the U S for four, for four ninety nine, Or am I going to ship them to Asia where I can make an extra $50 a box? Cause now the price went up over there. If it yeah, wasn't, one for, if it wasn't elsewhere. for Microsoft, in my opinion, if it wasn't for Microsoft, being their, I'll, I'll say, biggest competitor in the United States, right. they would have done it globally. Oh, exactly. Yeah. We we know why oh, they yeah. didn't do it here. Because, yeah. but but now Sony corporate, we got to ship all these consoles from the factory. Where do you send them now? Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be one for you, one for me, two for you, and then it's like <laughs> one two one two one for, for me. For, for, Three for you, one, two, three for me. <laughs> it's going to be one I just, of those things. <laughs> I think the U.S. is going to make, I think in the States, it will be harder to find the PlayStation 5 now. Yeah. Well, there's... Because if, if, yeah. if, because why sell it if, quote, if it's selling at a loss and you can make the money up somewhere else and there's demand elsewhere, why would you send it, why would you send a bunch to a place that you're not going to make the money on? Right, because we said companies are in the business to make money. So that would that would kind of lead you to believe they're going to send the bulk of the consoles to every other market other than the U.S. But again, the flip side is Microsoft gets to continue to take market share in this area. So I, I wonder. Don't. I just wonder if it'll if it would if this will change the amount of consoles that come to the U.S. Yeah, I don't I don't think it will, because the other thing is, too, and this is the part of getting into like economics and stuff. But a lot of this stuff is based off of the U.S. dollar and the U.S. dollar is like very strong right now. So, you know, selling it at a normal price here and not raise. And that's the other reason why they're saying it might not have raised in the U.S. because, you know, all these other areas or whatever, their their currency compared to the dollar is dropping. You know, because that's where everything is. So if the dollar is the standard, the U.S. dollar is the standard. The reason why they're going up in those ones is to make it the same amount as what it is in the United States. So it's like there's just there's a thousand things like that. But I don't think that's going to change as far as like who's going to get what, because I really think maybe raising these prices are just to break even make everything the same you know equal everywhere else but again it just it's just it's just negative it's negative press like it just makes you look bad so yeah the other meme i was going to tell you about because they have a a a pro controller that they're finally releasing seven years after xbox did it um the meme is is that it's going to have us uh, a credit card chip reader in the yeah. bottom of it square <laughs> yeah i saw that i laughed so hard i was like that's really funny man that's hilarious <laughs> it was like you know the the controller two controllers with like credit cards looking like they're going into the bottoms of them yeah you don't have funny. an action replay anymore you have your credit card in your controller yeah. that's how you boot it up yeah that's how you turn it on it takes takes a dollar to turn it on 
Nah, uh, just put fingerprint readers into the grips. So yeah. when you every time you pick it up, it automatically charges you. <laughs> yeah. Have it be like um, you know how they have pay per view. Have it pay per play. Yeah. There you go. It's just, I mean, it, you know, for closing for me, I guess, so we can move forward or whatnot. This is just like I, I, I feel sad. You know, I was telling Mark, he's like, I feel sad for for everybody that was looking for one and stuff because I just feel like this is probably something they didn't have to do. So that that's kind of my thing. Is like I feel like they didn't have to do it. But then Rob, your point's correct. Is like they didn't do this lightly. I really didn't feel like you know the joke is like Jim Ryan's just like ah just raise it fifty bucks. You know it's like he yeah, just didn't walk out of the restroom, yeah. throw a dart at a board, and say ah it's going up thirty dollars everywhere but the U.S. or something like that. But no, he threw about five darts. <laughs> one yeah. landed on bringing exclusive to PC. One was raise console prices. One was raise uh, game prices one is inc- raise service prices <laughs> yeah so i mean and it's who like who knows what the other one is yeah i just i feel bad in in the part where i feel like is people shouldn't make it like again shouldn't make excuses you really need to fight back and fight back with your wallet because if if you accept this so easy like you take it laying down like i'm just going to roll over and let you just walk all over me they're just going to keep doing it because they know they can. You know, Sony is the market leader in gaming right now, right? They're the market leader and they're the ones, you know, market leaders, you know, tend not to be walking around like this and doing these things. You know, but they're just like, well, we're in the lead, so let's just gouge everybody. You know, it's like I I feel like they just didn't have to do it. But that's that's where I'm at. <laughs> You know, and, and the oh, whole but, thing of like, oh, COVID and stuff like it's like we're two years into COVID. Like if you wanted to raise your prices, you would have done it because if, if it was because of COVID, you would have done it a, a year and a half ago. But yeah, I just, so, I just I feel so let bad. me let me throw a what if at you guys, because this was something that I thought of. With all the negative PR that's been around Sony the last couple of months, especially this week. What wouldn't it be amazing if Microsoft Bill Spencer came out this week and said, you know, we understand the last couple of years have been tough, you know, financial uh, inflation across the board and people, you know, losing jobs and, you know, COVID and, you know, just, just everything we've had to deal with. We, we want to bring the communities together and we want to make things easier for our customers. So we're going to reduce the cost of, our consoles across the board globally by 50 bucks. <laughs> Have a nice day. Yeah. I don't think they would. Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, no, I, I know, <laughs> but now if they could cut everything by $50, you now have the series S at two fifty us and you'd have the series X at three fifty uh, four fifty us. And now that series X and the PS five, now there's a hundred dollar gap in price around the world and you've lowered it in the u.s so the ps5 still stays at 500 you've now made again so you've actually adjusted in the u.s as well and we know microsoft has billions just sitting around yeah so maybe instead of going and buying another studio you cut the price pass the savings on yeah instead of you pass the savings to your you spin it how you want (laughs) <laughs> yes yeah yes you know of- maybe you come up with we've been able to 
we were able to, because we know that Xbox, Microsoft has already ramped up their production on the boxes. Uh, we know that they paid for supposedly to AMD chip priority. You know, um, I have heard stories that Sony's losing a lot of their chips because, oh, what well, there was, um, it, it, the chips that are coming out, they're having to scrap a bunch of them. Can't the, remember what the, the way the, the wafers term, aren't, the wafer isn't getting, they're not getting the it, good, um, yield out of them. Yeah. There, there's some kind of number or whatever that was made up that they have to, these things when they're tested have to meet and they're not meeting it. Um, which is great quality control, but if you are having a problem and you are, you know, if that's why you're not able to get your chips because your own, um, numbers are, it's, you know, because of something you've done to say, well, this chip's not good enough. I mean, when maybe it really is, it's, it's the same thing like a CPU or it's easier to tell about a GPU. So a graphics card, like, you know, you have your 3090, yeah. 3080, 3070, like levels. Every one of those things is the exact same card. It's just when they come out and they test them, the benchmarks say this one can be a 3090. This one can right. be a 3080. This one's a 3070. So that's this one can be at a series X. This one can't be, so we're going to put yes. it in a series. X. Yeah, everybody right. has so, that. Yeah, no matter who. Right. It is, so, have that, yeah. but PlayStation doesn't have that. So that I know that's another issue that they're having is their their chip production is not. They're having they're having a lot of failures, I guess, with yeah. their chip production. Um, for whatever reason, I'm not an expert, and I you know I'm not going to sit here and claim to be. But again, that doesn't if you're if you're whatever you've dealt with, because AMD and it seems like Microsoft and AMD aren't having that same problem. You know, maybe there's a problem with your chip or your, your specs or what you requested it to be done. That can't be done. Yeah, That's just, not your customer's fault. Right. You can't really pass that on, but you know, whatever it, it's still been, it's still interesting. It's exciting. Cause there's like all this going on and, you know, Rob made a really good point. Um, and, like what I did was I put, I put emotion into it and you're right. And when I sit here and think, and I've listened to both of you guys, at the end of the day, the people that are up in arms about it are the people that are on like in the, in the games media or in the gaming, the Twitter verse or the YouTube verse or whatever, mm -hmm. where this is what we talk about. Like it means more to us because you know, I know, Ron, you were looking to get a PS5. Yeah. You know, you talked about that not long ago. And now you're like, well, maybe I'm going to have to reconsider. And now mm -hmm. it's like, because you don't have one yet. Well, or do you want to pay $50 more for it? Obviously, you won't have to. You're in the US. But if you didn't live here, that would be another. Well, now I got to reconsider it even a little bit more. But, yeah. you know, Rob is right. It, it is a business. They're to make money. They need to stick around. Um. It just seems it, it even has nothing to do with them just sticking around. I mean, it's what well, Epidel, if they want to compete, I think is the name for it, right? It's it's all about money in, money out. But if they if they want to well for and again that's yeah, we gotta look at Sony as parent company is very different than PlayStation. You know? Um 
and that's that's where Microsoft. I mean, Xbox used to be kind of in the same boat, and I don't, I don't. Xbox or Xbox really has gotten a bigger seat at the table with the parent company, Microsoft, where I don't know if PlayStation does. You know, we don't know how that works, but you know, Phil's been brought in and he's done such a great job. And now, you know, there was talk, um, you know, originally about selling Xbox off, like after the debacle of the of the Xbox One generation. Yeah, you know, Microsoft was really considering getting scrapping it, saying let's get out of this. Um, I'm glad they didn't. And you get the right guy in there, and and look what what has turned around. And, and you know, and, I sometimes wonder about like the whole Phil Spencer thing because the thing that we also have to remember is that Microsoft doesn't. They're another company, just like Sony, that doesn't do things to be a nice guy. They spin it right. It's spun. Oh yeah, Bill is likable, and he can present in such a way where it's like you know we're doing things for gamers. No, they're not. <laughs> yeah. They're I'm also they're also doing it for the shareholders. No, actually, no. Let me t- let me rephrase that. They're doing it number one for the shareholders. Gamers are somewhere off in the distance, but the thing is, people have a perception of they're doing it for me it's yeah it's you know they're passionate about about this stuff well yeah no they're not passionate in the end it's money no sony feels i think spencer's different though playstation the the playstation group and the xbox group both of those company you know both of those companies and the people that work there or whatever those people are absolutely 100% passionate about gaming. Jim, Jim Ryan, Jim Ryan, maybe the exclusion, right? Like, I mean, I know he's a business guy. It's like who, what the guy who shall not be named. Like he wasn't a gamer. He didn't, he wasn't passionate about gaming, but I really do like Jim Ryan could, I think Jim Ryan's probably passionate about gaming. He might not play games all the time, but I think he's passionate about PlayStation and, and I I think Reggie was, Oh yeah, I think Reggie yeah. Fizeme was. I believe yeah. Phil is. Uh, did you did you guys get a chance to see that? Uh, was it Bloomberg interview this week with Phil yeah. Spencer? Yeah. Oh, it was really good. Yeah, it was I like really how good. And he even said his that words. People yeah. spinning he, his stuff. And he stuff. was saying he like plays about fifteen hours a week. He plays video games, you know. And he's and he's not. I think. And even if Phil is like this evil ultimate corporate suit, right? If if that's who he really is and he only cares about money and he doesn't care about gamers, well, he's sure doing it the right way. Sure. Because he's building confidence in his customers. His customers love the brand. They're passionate about it. They love what he's doing. He's inclusive, which, oh my God, I hate that word, but, um, you know, that's what it is about. Everyone being inclusive. You know, he's he's like all those. Look what look how he has helped. Did a good job, I know. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, they, yeah. I just I put it on mute and I walk away. I'm like, yeah, I was there. Um, and then uh, uh, that's the beauty of Zoom, right? Uh, turn the camera off, put it on mute, walk away. Yeah, I was at that training. Um, the you, there's just Microsoft's doing a much better job, PR wise, I think. And when Sony comes out and does stuff like this, it's just, 
when you say it's hard and it's cost of businesses going up right after you just posted all this profit and it, that's the problem I think is that, you know, people are like, wait a minute, you're making tons of money uh, and you're saying you're having a hard time. It's just, it, it's, it kind of, it, it's not, you got, Sony needs to do better. Yeah. Um, and I think they really should improve. Now I don't want them to go away. You know, no, uh, part of yeah. me takes a great satisfaction. It's what's happening. Cause I'm laughing at all these people that have been, you know, all the ponies as we call them that just, you know, Oh, Sony can do no wrong. And well, yeah, you know, and, and, and again, we know they always make excuses and they're no matter what Sony can do no wrong or PlayStation can do no wrong. So I'm sure they're fine with the price increase. I just <laughs> think it benefits Microsoft, but, yeah. um, you know, it, it's, it will at the end, it is just business. Um, and I think the people that out there, the normal people, which is probably 98% of the market that doesn't listen to gaming podcasts and watch gaming news sites. I mean, it's probably a huge percentage of people that don't, they just buy a console and play. Um, they, they wouldn't know the difference. Her parents would be like, oh, I want to be as fine, mommy. Okay, fine. Oh, here's one. Oh, 550. All right. Bye. Cause they don't know yeah. that it just went up in price. Right. Oh, I, but it still I, makes for some fun, uh, Sub YouTube yeah. <laughs> video. Did oh, you guys that, see that the was, ones I sent you the other day? Yeah, that was pretty funny. And, Dude, and, that guy is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> the thing on Twitter that kind of cracked me up too. It's 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 funny. Like when people keep doing it, it's like Sony can do whatever they want. They can raise their prices. They sold 120 million PS4s, and I'm like, this isn't the PS4. It's it's the PS5. It's it's like me saying like, you know. Hey, my team just won the 2022 national championship. Like, oh yeah, but the Buckeyes won it in 2015. Like, nobody cares about 2015. Like, <laughs> nobody cares about like you know six years ago. Nobody cares about ten yeah. years ago. That's three years ago. Like, nobody cares about the PS4. What are you um, doing for me now? What have you done for me lately? Right. Yeah. Like, well, like, good. like Rob said, give me another eight percent of sales. Come yeah. on. I mean, hey, I had a good quarter. That means you can do better. Yeah, I missed I missed this the IGN stream where they showed Sony raising their championship banner into the rafters or whatever trophy they won. I I just don't get it. I don't know what they won. Like I missed that thing. But the the one thing you mm. mentioned about this the Bloomberg thing is, you know, Phil Spencer came out and said, "Hey, I see exclusives like becoming less and less." Like, you know, how yeah. he did it and like it just went all over they're like yeah starfield's coming to sony like playstation oh. and and people are just <laughs> like like you do realize he's saying like putting stuff on the console and pc and i'm sitting there thinking like i don't care if he put like that that's the thing is i think playstation fans care that something's exclusive and that they win something if something's exclusive because me personally, and I don't know how you guys feel, but me personally, I could care less if Starfield is or is not on the PlayStation. Because I'm just going to go play the game. Like, I don't care where I play it. Right, like, right. You know, I'm going to go play it. I don't, I don't really care if it's, I know it's going to be exclusive to the Xbox and PC. But like Eric, when he said that, they spun that real quick. Like, there you go, Xbox, you guys are going to lose again. You know, your stuff's going to be coming to our console. And 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 some people are like, okay. Like I saw people tweeting back, like, okay, but fine. N nobody cares. And it was like, you lose. And it's like, 
No. How is it a loss? Because it's when like, you buy Starfield for PlayStation, yeah. Microsoft just got paid. Yeah. Well, the thing was, is like, no, we're we're not losing. You're actually winning something. You're 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 yeah. getting something that you're refused. To, you know. But now all of a sudden, Starfield. If that happened, Starfield's actually a good game now. Where <laughs> yeah. two days ago it was is a crappy game. But I, I don't but, think that's what that's he not meant. that's not what he said. That's because not what he said, I know what, they what he's it. talking about is. Sony saying they're going multi-plat yeah. by bringing their exclusives to PC. Yeah. That means stuff like that is, and I hope Phil's right. And I, I think I, I, again, I think he's a good guy. I think he has great intentions. He really helped move forward this whole cross play, you know, cross by, like you were just talking about destiny. Why do you got to buy the same piece of content multiple times? If I bought it, I should be able to play, you know, like, you know, oh yeah, yeah. Each, it's it's each ridiculous. PC store, each PC <laughs> store, each 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 console is a separate purchase. But yeah. it shouldn't be. Well, it shouldn't be. I feel like PC, yes, Xbox, sure, PlayStation, sure. You know, like I've I've I like, can play everything. I can play be, Flight Simulator on PC or Xbox. I, some I things know, are you cross, only have to pay for it once. Yeah, some things are cross buy, or or at least if they, you know. They if it exists, they have Mark. a chance. If it exists on multiple platforms, you should buy it once. It's like how period. Uh, how many times do you need to buy Ice T body count? Come on. <laughs> what, what's what's Skyrim? How many, to- how many times you got to buy body Skyrim in the, in the Witcher three? <laughs> Witcher three and Skyrim. Got it on CD. Yeah. Got an MP three. Got it on yeah. eight track. <laughs> oh. Yeah. All right. Body count gonna, in the house. We're gonna run <laughs> yeah. out of our time right. again. Yeah. <laughs> All right, oh, yeah. so uh, let's do this. Okay, I just got reminded of a conversation I had with my son the other day, actually yesterday. We were talking about Ice T, and he's like, "Yeah, that's that guy from what, Law and Order. Is that the show? I don't know which one." Yeah, he's on. yeah, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> "He's a musician." Yeah. Ice T knows Ice T. He's a rapper. Yeah, and he's also the guy at Raising Canes. Anyway, so for the week Ice of King. August 29th through September two second. Uh, there's only a handful of games. I'll just tear through these real quick. We have uh, on August 30th, which is what is that Tuesday? Yep. Yep. I think so yeah. So on Taco Tuesday, you can get Destroy All Humans 2 reprobed. Such where, a good name. <laughs> yeah. Where do they yeah. probe? What kind of probe is it? Hmm. It's optimized for Series X and. Yes. Of course. Then we have Tiny Kin on August 30th. Um, some kind of retro game or whatever. Zero Escape, Zero Time Dilemma on August 30th. Uh, Fairy Elements on the 31st, optimized for Series X and S and Smart Delivery. Food Truck Tycoon. Oh, yes. Really? Yes, yes, on August 31st. Do you see it? Okay. Food trucks are all the rage. It's going to be three ninety nine as a pre order for it. Food truck tycoon. Yeah, it's three dollars. Really? Okay. To get that game. Are you serious? Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I just popped it up on the site. It says 
four ninety nine. It's scratched out. You can pre order it for three dollars and ninety nine cents. Oh, so it must be a mobile game or something. It's on sale for ends in three days. Yeah. Murder on the Marine Express, August thirty first. Optimized for Series X and S and smart delivery. Something about a submarine train. And JoJo's or not and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All Star Battle R. Okay. Not sure what that battle R is. Uh, optimized for Series X and S and Smart Delivery. Um, it's based on the all-star battle system from like eight years ago. Uh, then we have Onsen Master, optimized for XNS, smart delivery. Of course, it's a hot spring customer management game. <laughs> All right. And Lego Brawls, September 2nd, smart delivery. Another Lego this game. This could be good. Yeah. Is this the one that they've been having all those ads for? I know there's a new Lego so. game. I think Maybe so. This I think is this is the it. one I've seen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, this looks interesting. It's a brawler, yeah. but with Lego characters. Yeah. And you can add the little pieces and customize your Lego guy. And this could be a huge hit. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a, is that kind of like that, uh, what's that Nintendo game? Smash, Super Smash Brothers? Smash Bros. Yeah. Maybe something like that. Yeah. Battle and build your way to the top of global leaderboards. Cross play with friends across platforms. Battle through epic Lego themes. And build the <laughs> ultimate brawler. Good times, good times. And I think, is that it? That's, I believe that's it. That is all. Well, thanks to learn your lesson for the music. Thanks for everybody for listening. Did you guys have any last stuff before we go? Uh, I I dropped a picture for you in the chat of those. I saw that. (laughs) That was it. Right. And, and this is not directed at Braun. It's just for Braun. You're so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. <laughs> for real. <laughs> for real. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us this week. We'll catch you all next week. I'm Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off. I'm Rob, also known as Prestar. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you all next week. And Brun Swick, uh, Brun BJ Swick 33. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs>